Welcome to Watch Therefore. We're watching for our King, our Savior, Messiah Jesus. He's coming any moment for His people in the clouds. And in light of the signs that are all around us, He told us to watch therefore and be ready, for you don't know the hour of the coming of the Son of Man. Dove Schwartz here in northern Israel, the Sea of Galilee where Jesus walked on the water just behind me. What a special program the Lord's given us, a time He's given us together today. But first, let's have a word of prayer. Oh, Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, thank you for this special time we have together. Thank you for what you're doing in your land and in your people here in Israel and the nations of the world. Bless us now and prepare us, Lord Jesus, as we watch therefore and get ready for your soon coming. We thank you, Holy Father, in Messiah Jesus' name. Amen. Well, what I'd like to do first is set up some context for this teaching. I'm in the book of 1 Thessalonians, this letter that Paul wrote to the believers in Messiah Jesus in Thessalonica. And, and, and some of them were disturbed and, and concerned. Now, he had been there before. He had obviously shared Bible prophecy, prophetic end time events with them. We'll see that in this teaching. Yet some were confused and there was others who had come in and were sowing discourse and bad teaching, wrong doctrine about end time scenarios. And there's certainly plenty of that going on even today. So where we're going to start just for context is where Messiah Jesus is coming in the clouds for his people. Paul's talking about that. But where we're going is to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. Let's start at the end of chapter 4. There were those who were very sorrowful. They couldn't understand how the day of the Lord had come to pass, that the Lord was, was um, fulfilling these end time events. And they were confused because their, their loved ones who had died in the Lord had not risen. And, and, and they were very concerned. And we're going to see how Paul addressed that and, and how much it benefits us today. He says, beginning in chapter 4, verse 13, But I do not want you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning those who have fallen asleep, those who have died, lest you sorrow as others who have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, hallelujah, even so God will bring with him those who sleep in Jesus. For this we say to you by the word of the Lord, that we who are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord will by no means precede those who are asleep. For the Lord himself, I love this, for the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel, with a trumpet, the shofar of God the Father. And the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up. That word caught up, or that those two words caught up, come from a Latin translation in the Bible giving us the word rapture. You've heard that word, the rapture of the church. Now, the Bible was written in Greek, but translated into Latin. And, and the Latin word is where we get rapture. It's this, these two words here, caught up. We'll be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And thus, we shall always be with the Lord. See, that's what we're watching for now. The coming of Messiah Jesus in the clouds for his people. Therefore, comfort one another with these words. It's a great comfort that in light of all the craziness that's going on, in light of the fact that my little Jewish mother passed away and it was such a horrible thing to watch her die of cancer. And some of you may have a similar testimony. We don't sorrow as those who have no hope. Why? Because we have a king that's coming for us. And our loved ones in the Lord are going to come up first and then we're going to be, go, we're going to be caught up with them, together with them, to meet the Lord in the clouds, in the air. Yes? 
And, and, and so there's the rapture of the church. And, and, and then he goes into the seasons, the times and the seasons that will help us understand what season we're in today. Oh, listen, most even who profess the name of Jesus, even many pastors and church leaders don't understand this season that we're in right now. Oh, listen very carefully. Paul says in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, beginning in verse 1, But concerning the times and the seasons, brethren, you have no need that I should write to you. For you yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so comes as a thief in the night. Well, he's speaking here about these end time scenarios that culminate in the day of the Lord, which leads up to Messiah Jesus sitting on the throne of David. Hallelujah. We will come back from heaven with him. He will have brought us up to heaven. We'll be caught up together. We'll receive crowns of glory for obeying Messiah Jesus. There's different crowns. Don't have time to go into that today. We'll come back to reign and rule with him. See, right now we're in the times of the Gentiles, but then it will be the day of the Lord. Right now it's the times of the Gentiles ruling over the world with their own wicked ways under the sway of the evil one, the devil. The Bible says the whole world lies lies under the sway of the wicked one. But then it will be the day of the Lord. Israel will be the head of the nations again under King Jesus. Yes? And, and, and so, he says this in verse 3. For when they say peace and safety, then sudden destruction comes upon them as labor pains upon a pregnant woman, and they shall not escape. I'm going to continue reading down to verse 6. But you, brethren, are not in darkness, so that this day should overtake you as a thief. You are all sons of the light, sons of the day. We are not of the night nor of the darkness. Therefore, let us not sleep as others do, but let us what? Watch and be sober. I'll talk about some of these later verses I just read after a break we're going to take. But I want to talk to you about this right now. Verse 3. For when they say peace and safety, then sudden destruction comes upon them as labor pains upon a pregnant woman, and they shall not escape. In previous programs... I've talked about things that will help you understand this passage. If we would just let the Bible interpret the Bible, we could understand this passage very easily. But without understanding what the Bible says about labor pains, about birth pains, it's almost impossible to understand what this verse means. What am I talking about? Well, in previous programs, we've talked about Isaiah 66, where it clearly speaks of Israel's birth pains. And Israel's birth pains shake the whole earth. We've discussed that that Dr. Jesus, he's the great physician, hallelujah. He's in the birthing room with Israel in the time of the birth pains. And the baby that must be born is Israel being born again. And when Israel as a nation is born again, when King Jesus returns to sit on the throne of David, that all the nations will be born again or judged at the sheep and goats judgment and the goats will be condemned. And the sheep will enter into the millennial kingdom with King Jesus. Right? So the labor pains in Isaiah 66 pertain to Israel being physically birthed in a day. And then spiritually birthed at the coming of the Lord to sit on the throne of David. Right? And, and I've discussed in other programs. The birth pains that are shaking the earth. Right? And, and, and they are found in, in the Gospels. Matthew, Mark, and Luke in those Gospels. And, and, and so those labor pains uh, 
per, uh, pertain to ethnic violence in the whole earth. They pertain to famine, worldwide famine, and worldwide pestilences and earthquakes. I've discussed that in other programs. And so here's another one in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. But we first have to understand that Israel is at the center of the birth pains. If you don't understand this, when I share with you what I'm about to say about peace and safety, it, make, it would make no sense. But once you understand this, it fits like a glove. For when they say peace and safety, then sudden destruction comes upon them as labor pains upon a pregnant woman, and they shall not escape. Oh, stay with me. In the 70s, with President Jimmy Carter, the concept of giving away land for peace was shoved down Israel's throat. And so that process was given steroids when the first President Bush led, led the Madrid Peace Conference. And from there on up till now, Israel has been arm twisted to give the covenant land away and what do they get out of it? Well, it's asserted they're told that they'll get peace and security. Peace and security. For peace and security, the world is telling Israel, you have to give Jerusalem away. You have to give Judea and Samaria that's called the West Bank away. Right? Now, I'm going to go into greater detail this about this after our break. Stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. This is going to make a lot of sense when we're done. You're going to understand so much of what's going on all around you. And you'll want to watch there for So thankful to be together with you here at the Galilee. And I want to take a moment to share some of the special kingdom work we're able to do. And that you may want to join us in. Watch Therefore Ministry and Watch Therefore Media. We have our special work in Israel. The Bible says the gospel is to the Jew first and then to the nations. And... We have an opportunity that's so special. The Israeli believers in Messiah Jesus, about 20,000 believers out of 6 million Jewish people here in the land. Uh, this is all a prophetic fulfillment of the Bible that proves King Jesus is coming. And so we have blessing Israeli believers. They're getting out the gospel. They're making disciples. They're being a witness and a preserving influence in the land of Israel even saving babies from abortion through Israel Pro-Life. Now, we get to come alongside this incredible work. And, and, and you can go to watchtherefore.tv and see that and some of our other ministries, like the work we are doing in the nations. I've been to about nine African countries. We have a pastor partner in Uganda, Pastor Mahoza Lewi. We frequently go to the refugee camp he works on where he ministers to over 300 orphans. He plants churches in Uganda. He's planted about 40 churches in four countries. We go there and preach the gospel. The Holy Spirit comes down and people get saved and they're swept into the kingdom. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And, and we, we go to the orphans. We put our hands on their heads and we tell them, you have a Father in heaven who loves you. We pray for them. We share the gospel. We see, the, we see them receive Jesus as Lord. We, we took 200 pairs of shoes to them, to the refugee camp, to a couple hundred orphans last year. Well, it's an exciting time, and we have exciting work to do. This is the Watch Therefore message. We watch for the King to come, and we do what He commanded in preparation for His coming. So you can go to watchtherefore.tv and find out more about the exciting work. Now listen, the gospel is free, but 
making disciples and, and media ministry, which by the way is very effective, costs lots of money. And we'll stay on the air and do this work and do this program as long as the Lord raises up faithful partners to come alongside and help us. Now, our help comes from the Lord, maker of heaven and earth. Will you prayerfully consider being one of those Watch Therefore partners and, and that we might be on the air preaching this soon coming king? Yeah. yeah now, now, having said all of that, we have a special Israeli believing partner with us today. And his family is so special. And I want to share with you how we're getting to come alongside him. But first, let me introduce you to Eldad Sagi. Eldad, thank you for being on the program today. Uh, thank you that you invite me to come to be here with you today. Well, I want to just share a little bit of Eldad's story, and then he'll talk and share some things in just a moment. Eldad uh, was going to the Congo, close to the area where we would go and minister, and, and still do sometimes. And he uh, was a contractor there providing for his family who lives here in Israel. He was also sharing the gospel. Share a little bit with our listeners how you were sharing the gospel in the Congo, Eldad. We're sharing the gospel. It was amazing. Uh, I take a, DV, a video of uh, the Jesus movie, and we start to watch on the street, me and my guard of the house, and every day it's come one guy, and the next day two and three, and until it's get like 50 people coming every night to come to watch the, the movie and to get some Bible that we bring here from the land for them. That's great. And, and then Eldad contracted the disease, the Guillain-Barre disease, which has polio-like symptoms. He couldn't work anymore. It's a really difficult situation. Couldn't walk. And, and so we heard about it and, of course, became friends with their family through introductions and saw this is an opportunity for blessing Israeli believers to come alongside this family to help them financially, monthly, and with some things like these special crutches as well. Uh, Eldab, would you like to talk to our viewers in America and other nations about how we're getting to partner together? Oh, I want to thank you first on all the on your all your help that you give to my family. We're so happy to get the help to get that I can get some treatment and special stuff that I can't uh, cover by the health minister in Israel. And I can do with all your help. I go to do some hydrotherapy in the swimming pool three times a week and physiotherapy twice a week. That's helped me to do this to recover and to get better. Help me to get crutches that I can't afford to buy here in Israel. And with all your help and all your support. We want to thank you very much. Well, Eldad, it's a blessing for us. And I mean, that's who we are, blessing Israeli believers. And I'm thankful for our partners who facilitate helping a brother like this and doing the other kingdom work we're involved in as well. Now, I, uh, I just am so glad the Lord is improving your situation. There's progress in your physical situation. And we're trusting the Lord that you're not going to need these anymore real soon. We're hoping soon, yeah, in a couple of months, I'm going to, I can throw these scratches and give to somebody else that's needy, and I can walk regular and back regular, and we trust everything in Yeshua. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Well, again, great to be with you today, and I'm thankful that Eldad is, is able to come and just give a testimony of some of the work we get to do here. Now, we're going to go back to the program in just a moment, and and. This was so fitting that Eldad was here because what we're talking about today is Israel in Bible prophecy and the significance of Israel as a timepiece, as a sign of the times and the season in which we live. 
And we're going to continue talking about there's many different teachings and many different things the Lord shows us about Israel in this time. And we see the whole earth shaking. And, and, and what we want to do is prepare by watching for the king to come and doing what he commanded. God bless you. And I pray this teaching stirs you up to good works in preparation for the coming of this king. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Watch Therefore. In the first part of the program, I was sharing an often overlooked yet extremely significant sign of the season of the day of the Lord in which we find ourselves where the Lord has placed us right now. The day of the Lord when Messiah Jesus returns as King of Kings and Lord of Lords to end the battle of Armageddon and to take his rightful place sitting on the throne of David in Jerusalem. Preceding that, preceding that we saw in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, the rapture of the body of Messiah. Now, this sign we find in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, I'm going to read it again, but concerning the times and the seasons, brethren, you have no need that I should write to you, for you yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so comes as a thief in the night. The Apostle Paul says, he continues, For when they say peace and safety, then sudden destruction comes upon them as labor pains upon a pregnant woman, and they shall not escape. This is one of the birth pains. When they say peace and safety. And we discussed, I shared that this is one of the birth pains of the nation of Israel that's been physically rebirthed. And the whole world is shaking under these birth pains because Israel must be spiritually born again. And, and so I, I want to talk for a moment about the significance of the sign and some details about it. Uh, first, to understand the global ramifications, we need to understand what's called the curse in kind or curse per curse principle. And, and what it means, and it comes from Genesis 12, 1 through 3, where God says, I will bless those who bless you and curse those who curse you with regard to Abraham, then Isaac, and then Jacob, whose name was changed to Israel and the descendants thereof. And, and so it goes like this. We can look at the patterns, uh, biblical patterns, to understand this for today. For example, when Pharaoh went to kill those Israeli baby boys, how did he do it? By drowning them in the Nile. What happened to Pharaoh's army? They were drowned in the Red Sea. Yes, curse for curse. When Daniel was thrown into a lion's den uh, at the hands of his accusers, did the lions eat Daniel? No. Who did they eat? Daniel's accusers and their families. Curse for curse. Mordecai, righteous Mordecai, Haman built a gallows for him. Did Mordecai go to the gallows? No. Haman and his ten sons went to the gallows. Curse for curse. So it is with the, with the sign when they say peace and safety. Because as the nations of the world have been telling Israel, squeezing, squeezing and pressurizing Israel to give away land in the city of the great king, King Jesus, giving the city of Jerusalem to the followers, the adherents of an antichrist religion and spirit, Islam, Allah. As the, and, and the reason they, they've done that, they've said to Israel, here's the carrot for that, you know, the carrot and the stick. Here's the carrot for it. You get peace and safety. 
as you give the covenant land away, if, as you give Jerusalem away, the nations of the world say, we'll make sure you get peace and safety. Yes? And what does Israel get? Every time they try to do this, they get rockets. They get terrorism. They get knifings. They get suicide bombers and more. Yes? Well, the curse for curse principle is alive and well today. Because as the nations of the world have put Israel in this precarious uh, existential threat, what now are the nations of the world experiencing? They're experiencing Islam, true Islam. In Germany, all across Europe, even in America, the curse for curse principle is what the nations of the world are experiencing. And here is what's going to happen. Now in the nations, for peace and security, for peace and safety, the inhabitants of the nations are going to have to give up their national sovereignty. And, they're going, and that, we're seeing that. We're watching that right now. Even in America, the rights are being taken away for peace and safety, peace and security. And this will culminate with the Antichrist who will promise the world peace and safety. You see, as the nations of the world have pushed this upon Israel and put them in this, in this horrible threat that literally threatens their existence, the nations of the world now are experiencing the curse for curse principle and will be forced to give up their sovereignty and their rights to the Antichrist for peace and security. You see, this is like no other generation in the history of the world, folks. Do you hear these things? Are you seeing the Bible leap off the pages? Right? When we understand Jesus the Lord is the son of David, he, it's not only that he was Jewish, it's that he is Jewish. He's coming back as the king of kings and lord of lords, as he will reign over Israel and the nations of the world, he'll reign over from Jerusalem. When we understand that, it makes a lot of sense. So, what do we do? What's our response to these things? Well, it's a good question. And Paul tells us, beginning in verse 4 here, but you, brethren, that's we who are born again in Messiah Jesus, but you, brethren, are not in darkness so that this day should overtake you as a thief. What's he saying? We should understand what's going on through the scriptures, by the signs that are around us, including this one, when they say peace and safety, we should see, well, this is the season we're in. We're in the season of uh, where the rapture is going to take place any moment. We're in the season that, that uh, all these biblical words are going to come to pass. And, and the things that are written in Matthew 24, Mark 13, Luke 21, the book of Revelation and other places, the, the, the prophets, these things are coming to pass now very quickly. The birth pangs are getting closer together and more intense. King Jesus is coming to sit on the throne of David. We're in that season now. Do you see that? Do you understand that? So it won't surprise you. He goes on in verse 5. You are all sons of the light and sons of the day. We are not of the night nor of the darkness. Verse 6. Therefore, here we go, folks. You ready? Hallelujah. Therefore, let us not sleep as others do, but let us watch. And be sober. Let us watch and be sober. The word of God tells us we are to watch therefore. We are to be alert with regard to the times uh, that we live in right now. And this season of the day of the Lord. We're to watch for King Jesus to come for us in the clouds. And we're to live this life. Every moment of every day. 
like the faithful servant who's watching for the master to come and doing what the master commanded. We're to watch, therefore. And darkness, darkness is the order of this hour, the order of disorder, the order of chaos. Now, now, how do I say that? That's so contradictory, the order of chaos. Well, here's why I say that. It looks to the natural eye like everything's falling apart. But if you understand the prophetic word of God, everything's coming together. And in this time of darkness, we need to walk in the light. What do we first have to do? Make sure we're born again. How, how do I know that? Well, you know that King Jesus became a servant. He lived a sinless life. He died on the cross for our sins. He was buried in hallelujah. On the third day, he rose again. And he said, we must repent and believe in the gospel. We have to change our thinking about ourselves, about him, the true and living God. And we need, to, we need to change our mind and turn away from our sins and put our faith in Jesus Christ, Messiah Yeshua, who died on the cross for our sins, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Put our faith in him and follow him. Deny ourselves, take up our cross, and follow Jesus. Yes? And then live lives by his Holy Spirit. That's what happens when we're born again. When we put our faith in Messiah Jesus, he puts his spirit in us. He, he baptizes us into Christ. Our Father in heaven does that. And then we can follow Messiah Jesus in this new identity. Yes? And then we live lives watching for him to come, alert about this generation in which we live. Oh, Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, Bless all of our listeners today. And as we wind up this program, Father, in Messiah Jesus' name, I pray by your spirit, you would call your people forth, who would call upon the name of the Lord and be saved. Whoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Save, heal, forgive, and restore, O Father, in Messiah Jesus' name. Amen. I pray this show has been a blessing to you today. More than ever in this season, watch therefore. Messiah Jesus is coming. When? Any moment. Be ready. Thank you for joining us for our program today. Our program is sponsored by the friends and partners of Watch Therefore Ministries. In future programs, we'll have many more Watch Therefore teachings from the Bible, worship, and exciting interviews with our believing partners in Israel and around the world. Please contact us at doveschwartz62 at yahoo.com. That's D-O-V-S-C-H-W-A-R-Z 62 at yahoo.com. And if you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, you can fill out a contact form on the website, watchtherefore.tv. We also have audio programs available on our website, watchtherefore.tv. We are on social media since it is an amazing tool to share the gospel and communicate with one another. Feel free to also find us there at Watch Therefore Radio and TV. Watch Therefore Radio and TV. Until next time, we're watching for King Jesus to return. Watch Therefore and be ready.